0: The wait for Game of Thrones Season 5 is almost over. We're 11 days away here on the Road to Westeros Countdown Special. And now, here are the guys whose voices are as sweet as lemon cake. I'm Rob Sister, here's Josh Wiggler. Oh, lemon cakes are my favorite. Yes. I love lemon cakes. Yes, Sansa Wiggler, how are you? I'm doing great. Yes, wow. (laughs) Yes, here we are. We're getting so much
1: closer. I know, I know. It's uh, it's so close that I can taste it, and it does taste like lemon cakes. Mm. Uh, the sweet, sweet, sweet release of Game of Thrones Season 5. Almost upon us, Rob. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's around the corner, almost here. Next weekend is when it's coming out, and we are getting pumped up here with one podcast a day to get you ready for Game of Thrones. And we are answering one question a day from the listeners of Game of Thrones Live here on Post Show Recaps.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's total Game of Thrones fever uh, here at House Wiggler. Uh, today, uh, April Fool's Day, this is no joke, I recorded a Game of Thrones book club with Terry Schwartz, so hopefully that'll be available for you guys very soon. Um, and also, no joke, Rob, the book club today was all about how Terry visited the set of Game of Thrones. How about that? Oh, wow. Where did she go? She went to Belfast. She got flown out last fall uh for she covers it uh she covers the show for zap and she went and got the chance to go hang out on the wall
0: oh i've
1: sent to the wall i
0: wouldn't want to go to the wall i know yeah send me to like uh dorn or like king's landing or something like that yeah dorn dorn could be cool that would be fine that'd yeah be fine be our, with that uh winter fell i'd be a little uh that seems a, a little nippy for me a
1: little nippy. No, you want to stay out of the north. You don't. Listen, you're a Californian now. You've betrayed. Uh, you've betrayed your northern. Roots. <laughs> no way. Your northeastern roots. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: All right, Josh. Uh, very excited to get into our one question a day. Uh, what do we have lined up for today on the docket? Well, it's interesting that we talk about the wall.
1: Uh, we, have, uh, we have a question in from a good friend here of Post Show Recaps. Uh, we, we have some questions about um, a man who walks the wall, one of, one of the more prominent characters on Game of Thrones. A question about Jon Snow and uh, his future uh, on season five, what we might uh, want to start thinking about now in terms of a storyline for him moving forward. So let's play that, uh, that clip from our good friend Mike Bloom.
2: Hello, you fantastic men of character. Mike Bloom here, and I have a voicemail for you guys about a Thrones Mance, uh, specifically a Ginger Thrones Mance this season. So, at the end of last season, unfortunately, Igrit met her untimely fate at the wall, and so John is kind of going stag at the moment. But we have now seen the arrival of Stannis and Melisandra at the wall as well, now knowing melisandre's propensity to sort of flirt with anyone who's in power what do you think the possibility is of a john and Melisandra flirt or romance this season and if it comes to fruition do you think there's a chance that john will be able to have a bastard smoke child with Melisandra? really looking forward to the recaps this season and so my voicemail has ended <laughs> all right there wow. you go a, a little, john little- snow
0: and Melisandra uh a snowman's
1: yeah a snowman's indeed what would we call what would we call them like snowman's good enough for you anyone who who knocks boots with john snow that's a snowman's
0: mm, yeah that's pretty good um i would say that let's see melisandra and uh nothing john- really rolls off the tongue to be honest with you. melajandra melajandra
1: <laughs> you like that i spoke too soon You like that Melodandra, yeah. What do you think of melodra? That sounds like a disease.
0: Mmm. Yeah. What's
1: the treatment for melodra? Probably leeches, right?
0: <laughs> yes, leeches does fix that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Or king's blood. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what do you think of melodra? Is that a possibility? You know, Ygritte is gone. We've lost her. She died in a in a very unfortunate way during the great battle on the wall. Uh John is single. Is he ready to mingle? And does he want to mingle with somebody with red hair? And if so. There's somebody hanging out, somebody new. You could could have his eye on Melisandre.
0: But the Stannis and Melisandre relationship is an interesting one because uh, as we saw with the Gendry stuff um, during season three, um, seems like it's a complicated relationship. Maybe an open relationship. An open relationship. Well, I mean, Stannis is married. Stannis is Uh,
1: married. Stannis is married. Melisandre has at least done some bump and grinding with Gendry, as as you've mentioned before. Uh, You know, obviously has uh, bumped uglies with Stannis in the past. Uh, So she is a bit of a free spirit.
0: Yeah. So is that Jon's thing? Now, we know that Jon does have a little thing for
1: redheads. Well, as far as we've seen him express interest in anybody, uh, that is true. But that's only really because only one woman has really ever crossed his path, as far as we know. Uh, well,
0: that Jon Snow said earlier, I believe, that uh, he had a thing with Roz. And he thought that Roz was hot. He couldn't go through with it. But also another redhead. Interesting. Hey, that's a good point. Yes. So Jon Snow uh, likes the Redheads. I think at the very least, he'd be popping a
1: Snowner. Uh, <laughs> Snowner. Or a Throner even uh, when, when he finds out <laughs> that Melisandre is here on the wall. Uh, I mean, if, if not crossing the line, I
0: feel like that's going to happen for sure. But that being said, is it too soon after uh, you grit to be thinking about something else? And I don't know. Is Jon Snow the kind of guy... That's gonna go after somebody else's uh, red woman rebound. Um, yeah, fair question. Uh, you know, John
1: is for the most part a guy who seems to take his vows seriously. Do not forget that he is. Uh, you know, he might be a Snow, but he's also a Stark. You know, somewhere inside of him. Um, and I and I think that John, you know, he's he's loyal, he's honorable, he's noble. Granted, he did do all of that stuff with Ygritte and his feelings got carried away, but it came from a place of a, of a sense of duty. You know, he had to infiltrate the Wildlings. He did that in order to come back to the watch with intelligence on on what the Wildlings were planning against the wall. So that was all out of duty with feelings getting carried away. What would be the gain in sleeping with Melisandre? What would it do for him in terms of his position on the Night's Watch? I guess that would be my question uh, for you in terms of what would a... Would a Mela John Mance. Uh, Mel, what are we calling Mela Jandra? <laughs> mela yeah. Would Mela happen? I mean, I think, I think that you have to think about it from his obligations. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, you really look at that.
0: I don't see it from John's side of it. I mean, I could see it from the Melisandre side of it of, you know, d- it, like she did with Gendry of like, oh, I need his, something from him for some spell that I'm doing or some magic. And I could see something like that, maybe like some sort of seduction happening. But I mean, I think that's the only circumstances why I think we would see that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that that's an, a fair point. I, I think, um, you know, from, the, from John's perspective, it might be a tough sell. Uh, from the Red Priestess's perspective, it's probably not that hard to picture. She's so probably like, oh yeah, Jon Snow. Into that. Feeling that. <laughs> yeah. Pretty hot.
0: That is, uh, what a what a hot uh, bastard.
1: Yeah. Well, look, that would be a song of ice and fire, wouldn't it? You get the ice in Jon Snow and the, the fire from the Red Priestess. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, quite a song indeed.
0: Yeah, and I'm very interested to see where the Stannis stuff is going. Now that Stannis is at the wall, like, uh, what's the next move here?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, having his story collide with the North is good. I mean, that's... That's a character that that I enjoy quite a bit. I I love, you know, sort of the inflexibility of Stannis Baratheon. I think that's a great character trait and you see that in a lot of people in in the world of Westeros and and you know the other areas outside of the Seven Kingdoms. You see people who just will not bend and they'll break first, but I feel like it's best embodied by a guy like Stannis. And so to have a guy who's kind of really stubborn going to the wall and going up against a system that's kind of stubborn. You know, this is, this is a man, this is a guy who wants to be king, Stannis Baratheon, and he really wants all of the allies he can possibly get. Um, and he's at a place at the wall where he has just, you know, saved the watch from, you know, certain doom at the hands of these wildlings, um, is, a, is a guy who has potentially arguably, you know, saved the rest of the seven kingdoms because, you know, the wall needs to be protected. Um, but that being said, the watch is you know not political you know they don't get involved in that kind of stuff so what are those conversations going to be like What what's it going to be like when stannis is trying to interact with some of these people on the watch is he trying to pull them onto his side and ha- if so how successful is he going to be because these are people who aren't supposed to get involved in the matters of the realm uh so it's a very interesting dynamic up on the wall with stannis there and i think you know, after maybe at least a season of his story being kind of boring, I think is not totally unfair to say. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that we will see the most interesting ver- version of Stannis that we've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. And I'm very curious also to see uh, which way is Stannis going now that he's at the wall? Is he going north or is he going south? Is he going to keep going north? Yeah. Well, that would be badass. Yes. I mean, because that it was sort of like the end of season three, where you know Stannis and you know Davos and Melisandre are sort of like, uh, oh, by the way, there's White Walkers that are on the move, and there's going to be no kingdom if those guys, if somebody doesn't stop those guys. So, um, what is which way is he going at the wall?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things where, listen, this is why Game of Thrones is so good because it almost doesn't matter which direction he goes in no matter the direction, it's going to be great. Uh, you know, he could go north and we know what's further north. We've seen that. You know, we had that episode, uh, Oath Keeper, uh, last season where we got to see where the others come from or at least more of their world when we saw that one White Walker bring uh, a baby to, you know, this crazy-looking uh, White Walker King-looking guy and turn that baby into one of them. So we've seen what's going on up there. And that's some for real stuff, you know, that is actually happening. And that's some high fantasy nonsense. That's pretty crazy to see Stannis march up against that would be wild, wild, wild. Uh, But for him to even stay on the wall could be really interesting or for him to be marching South from the wall. When, when the North of Westeros is in a really tenuous position right now with the Boltons kind of being in charge, I think no matter where he goes, um, does he go back to to Essos? You know he has business in Bravos. We've seen him in Bravos last season. Um, anywhere Stannis goes is going to be great, and it's mostly true of any character in any position right now. Uh, all of the possibilities are pretty awesome.
0: No matter what character goes where, it's going to be awesome. I think pretty much. Give me, give me some, <laughs> gi- Yeah, give me give me some
1: that's going to disprove that. Okay. What if? Uh... Let's see. Can't even think of anything. <laughs> Can't even think of anything because the show is so good, Rob. That's the thing. Okay. What, what uh, if Bran un, goes to Casterly if, Rock? Is, what if Bran goes to Casterly Rock? Yes. That would be awesome because we'd get <laughs> to go to Casterly Rock. Okay. How could that be bad? He would go to Casterly Rock and you would imagine that he would just be going up to all of the Lannister relatives and pushing them out of windows.
0: Hmm. Okay. Payback. All right.
1: Well, Payback's a real bastard in Westeros.
0: I guess so what if uh danny goes back to Quarth? uh that might suck (laughs) that would suck (laughs) that would suck yeah all right so maybe not everywhere no let's not go there okay all right so uh josh wiggler how do people get their questions into the show
1: Alright, there's a few ways. Uh, You can leave us voicemails. We would really love to get more voicemails from you guys, so do that. Go to postshowrecaps.com slash voicemail. You can also email us, got at postshowrecaps.com. You can use our feedback form as well. Uh, That's postshowrecaps.com slash feedback. Or you can tweet your questions to Rob at Rob Sesternino or myself at Round Howard, like Ron Howard, but Rounder. And we will will get them here on the air as we are marching toward Westeros. Uh, Very exciting stuff here on these daily Game of Thrones podcasts. Good stuff happening.
0: Great stuff, Josh Wiggler. We will be back to talk again tomorrow on our march towards Westeros and the Game of Thrones Season 5. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say in the comments and uh, talk to you guys again soon. Take care. Bye.